Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello and welcome back to another beginner health session. It's always great to be here with you. And I really always hope that the tools and tips that I give you through these episodes can really support you in moving forward and that they're small and or small enough anyway to be able to be something that you pick up when you're ready to and implement in your own life um, in a way that resonates with you. So remember that bioindividuality is really important here. Um, So everything that I talk about you may resonate with and some things you'll go, "Mm, that doesn't work for me. And then it's around how does it work for you or what what about it isn't resonating and is it for now or is it for maybe later? Um, How do you want to implement it into your own life? So it's not just come along, follow the bouncing ball and you will get to wherever you want to get to. Only you know the answer to that destination. Um, but taking these tools and tips as a journey, as part of your journey and trying them on could be really supportive. And they're things that I do in my own life anyway. So they've really supported me in terms of the transition and transformation and transcendence. It's a new word that I'm playing around with at the moment. Um, that I'm playing, that I'm using to, um, sorry, these, Things have really helped me in terms of my movement forward. And I always get curious. I always love to play around with it and I always love to grow. So it's, um, it's, and I love to honor myself as well. So I don't want to do things that don't actually light me up. I'm not going to eat seafood and I'm not going to eat jam, right? They're just not on the cards. I'm not going to bungee jump or jump out of a plane. They're not on the cards. I already know what's not on the cards. Um, In terms of spirituality, I think I'm pretty open to everything. Um, I haven't met anything yet that I wouldn't do. Um, I obviously wouldn't let anybody cut into me in terms of trying to trying something out because perhaps you know they have some unique ideas about how things would um, be different if they did that with you know to my body. Um, So that's a unique thought that I just had Um, in terms of career and relationship it's for me it's all about growth and I'm not going to step backwards to think that that will then create movement forwards it might (laughs) I never (laughs) what I'm saying there is I never tried to sidestep I always wanted to move forward so if I was taking on a new role it had to bring in things that I didn't already know so I always didn't just go from same role to same role I would always go oh what am I learning now okay if it's a movement forward then that's something that I'm interested in but if it's a sideways step you know the people can keep me there for so long but after a while my brain's going to say yeah no this isn't really good for me so making those shifts and changes um and doing it from an honest place is is what's been really aligned to me so long intro into what we're talking about today is what if your food is keeping you stuck it's an interesting question right 
and it'd be one that I would love you to get your journal out and just journal through. I did some journaling around uh, reward food yesterday, which was really insightful and lots of other questions started to come in. So I would finish journaling on something and then it would be another question. Oh, okay, let's move. Let's answer that question and keep moving forward. So asking yourself this question, what if my food is keeping me stuck? What comes up for you? What are some of the thoughts that come to mind for you? Come over and share them um, on Instagram. I'd love to hear. Just jump into my DMs. Um, I'm always interested to hear what comes up because it's unique and different for everybody. There are some common themes, of course, but generally it's, it's very unique. And I see food, water, all of that sort of stuff as low-hanging fruit. And so it's the easy pieces that we can transition and transform because we do them every day. Um, if it was something that you were doing once a month, that might be a little bit more challenging, but something that we're doing every single day means that we can jump in and go, let's experiment with this. Let's experiment with this component. Sure, we have to show up for ourselves and consistency can be the hardest part because we tell ourselves we're not motivated, but it's actually got nothing to do with motivation. Well, in part it does, intrinsic motivation. Just knowing where your motivation comes from is really important, whether it's extrinsic, external to you, and you're not likely to turn up for that for very long, um, or intrinsic, internal motivation. And you can go back to a previous episode where I talked about the differences between the two of them. So noticing whether that change is intrinsic to you and whether it's something that you really want to do, that will help you move forward and start playing around with those changes and tweak as you go. Food is food and drink, that kind of stuff, is all secondary food. So what really happens on our plate is secondary to what's actually happening in our life. And you will see this. You have a fight with your boss or I have a fight with my boss. I am the boss. I have an argument with myself. <laughs> and then because um, I haven't done something and I'm frustrated, then I might put food in my mouth as a result of other things that are going on but that's kind of the action that I've got so I'll have this argument with my boss for example who is me or you might have an argument with your boss and then you have a thought about it ah they're an idiot how could they think like that they're stupid um they don't understand me and then which doesn't make us feel good but we then reach out for food you know chocolate chips whatever to the or nuts for me (laughs) um to fill our mouths and then go, oh, now I feel better. So we were trying to change that narrative as we go. When we can really honour ourselves and kind of go, what's the actual problem here? The problem is that I had a fight with my boss or I had, um, I ran up the back of somebody today in the car, like, and I'm frustrated at myself and I can't believe that I did it. Or someone ran up the back of me and I can't believe that they did it. Or I can't believe I'm podcasting right now and I have the bin man out there and that's probably going to make heaps of noise here. Do you know what I mean? So just understanding what is actually going on in that primary food, so spirituality, career, relationship and physical activity, what's going on there and if we can change the narrative around that or start to shift things in that space, it means that we'll eat well. We will start to just make those changes that are aligned with us and it, and it makes it so much easier. And staying stuck often with our food means we don't have time to look at our primary food, our relationship, career, physical activity and spirituality because we say we just need to get this food thing sorted. I just need to lose a couple of kilos or I need to put on a couple of kilos 
Um, if I just didn't eat that chocolate or ice cream or cake at night time, if I didn't come home to that glass of wine, then everything would be okay. But that's not the truth. That's, that's actually the, the action that we're taking. It's the symptom that we're trying to solve as opposed to the problem and getting to the root cause of the problem. And often we do it because we don't want to look at it. <laughs> like it's hard work to look at it and we want the easy and pulling that bottle of wine out of the fridge um, as we get home from work and pouring that glass and having the coolness of the glass against our hand and then against our lip and we can smell the wine coming in and you can drink just have that little sip like oh my gosh that just tastes amazing so notice that how what actually plays up or what senses are alerted when we start to dive into these foods that we're eating to cover up on the fact that perhaps we had a bad day or perhaps we don't want to be in our job anymore but we don't know how to get out of it or perhaps um, we're in a relationship that isn't serving us or we just had a fight today and I'm really struggling and I don't know how to articulate to them that I really love them and I really want us to grow but I really don't like what happened then how do and or how do I say sorry is it easy enough easier just to sit with that block of chocolate and just devour that and then go I'm not feeling well I need to go to bed and not talk about it is that easier? I think that's the just sort of the path of least resistance. And so it keeps us stuck in this sort of space where we're not actually sitting back and going, do you know what? I need to own up for this. I need to put my hand up and go, I'm really sorry that that happened. And I'm sorry that I've done that again and again and again and again. And I'm doing my best. I'm doing the best I can right now. I know that it's not the best for you and I know that you deserve better. Um, but if you can bear with me, I'm going to start to shift and change these things. It just starts with that kind of conversation and that's really scary. I get it, but it's where the work is. And I think, you know, I said to Chris at one point around my postnatal depression, I said, I think I need to tell you more. I think I need to tell you um, more of the detail of what happened um, so that you can understand why I react to the things, things the way that I do, why these things are so hard for me now. Um, and that would then potentially help him understand me, but it also helps me move through those challenges as well. Um, as I said before, it's super easy to put food in our mouth um, and rather than sit and pay attention to what actually is going on. And the sitting or the standing there and paying attention and just noticing what's happening in our mind is where the, the gold is, but we tend to just cover that up with, I'll just go and get another coffee. It'll make it, make it just much easier and we'll just get on with things. You know, food is important, but so are you. And this is where the mental health aspect of things comes in. And I'm not diving into things that I'm not qualified for. What I'm diving into is just that inner voice, that inner critic that comes into play and says that you're not enough, that you should have known better, that you should be smart enough, all of those sorts of things. And it's when that sort of comes into play that we want to have tools and tips to be able to transform those, transform our mind. And some of the tools that I use in those moments is just to slow down. So slow down and just be present with the moment and be curious about, oh, that's interesting what my mind is telling me. <laughs> like, oh, 
oh, oh, we're back there again, are we? We're back there to beating up on ourselves. We're back there to I'm not enough or whatever the story might be. But just slowing down in those moments, taking a deep breath and just watching what's happening. Um, Of course, this isn't well, one size fits all in every situation. So be mindful of the situation that you are in. And if you are at risk, then take yourself out of that situation. But if you, if it's just stuff like it's just life and there are things that you can transition and train, change in that moment, and it's a conversation where you can have that change occur, or you are brave enough to be able to make those statements and say, I want to look at this, I want to slow this down, can we open up the doors to a deeper conversation? That can be really transformative. Um, wanting to know the, know the answers. Often we want to know that things are okay, that we're transitioning um, into something that is safe and that will support us. Um, and maybe we're not always going to get there, but just knowing that the answers will come. You don't have to answer everything in that situation. Um, and you can allow that conversation to evolve over a period of time. It could be days, it could be weeks, it could be hours. It just depends on what's going on and things will naturally dissolve um, or transition as they were meant to rather than pushing really hard in that kind of in that moment. And another tool that I use is just clearing out my mind. So noticing when my mind is dumping stuff at me, nobody else sees that. (laughs) It's just my mind just telling me these things. And then I'm like, am I meant to say those things? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think I'm meant to say those things. And then so clearing out the mind and just being present with the conversation that's happening in front of you and often coming from a feeling space is really supportive as well. So if you're going to reply saying, I can hear that you are sad or I can hear that you are hurt by this. Um, and so honoring that person in the moment, expressing empathy and just being in that place as well. So we always talk about busy as being a badge but it's not really a badge that we actually want to wear. So I'm too busy to sort out this issue over here. So I'll just make dinner and we'll just, we'll sort it out later. Don't worry about it. Um, Or let's just put this peanut butter into my mouth because I'll feel better about it. And so this busyness badge can also keep us stuck in amongst everything else because we're not stopping to pay attention to what's truly going on. And what's truly going on is where we want to go like we want to kind of move through that so that we can let go of this stuckness let go of what's holding us back because the moment that we do we start to eat better right we just start to transform um, ourselves and transcend into who we're becoming and that's what the question is you know what could you create if you started to move through this sort of stuff what if you tidied up your food and just chose, you know, that one thing that you can focus on for now, for the next two weeks, did some experimenting as you went, didn't hold on tight, didn't grip onto it and say it has to work and there's no other way forward. What if you just chose that one thing, move forward and go, okay, we've got that down pat. What's the next one thing that I could do? And how am I feeling now that I've done that one thing? Like, it's really important to know. Like that really supported me and that transition phase. And now I've sort of nutted that out. Okay, what's the next one thing that I want to change? Let's add on those building blocks so that we release this stuckness so that we can become more of who we're meant to be. And then we can start to tackle some of those uh, more challenging conversations that we um, 
that we tend to avoid or can tend to avoid. Um, and I know that like I used to do this, there are still conversations that I can avoid. Um, interestingly, Chris and I had a really good money conversation yesterday um, around some of the things that we want to, well, just around actually just starting to have deeper conversations around money. And so that's really fun. Like I felt really open and that was an easy conversation, whereas in the past that hasn't necessarily been an easy conversation. And so thinking about that primary food, like that's at a at a subdiffused level of primary food, there are 12 elements in total that sort of sit underneath that and money is one of those. So it's not food. It's not me going to the pantry and going, oh, my gosh, we just had a money conversation and that was really stressful because Chris and I come at things from a different perspective. Um, But it was actually a beautiful conversation and we were able to have it and we are able to move forward from where we were and then, like, bam, we can create more of it and I wasn't down in the pantry um, just stuffing my face full of food. So what are the opportunities that you can see to be able to move through it and see that food is perhaps just blocking you from becoming more you? And so when we can tidy up some of those areas, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? Do find your 80-20, your 90-10, whatever, 50-50 right now. Find your balance in that space and through awareness, start to make some shifts and changes so that then you can start to make some shifts and changes in other areas of your life too. So I hope this has been helpful. As I said at the start, I really want to drop in some tips and tricks Um, well, I try to every week (laughs) that you can actually utilize in your own life. And if you went back and just journaled out that question, what if my food is keeping me stuck? What, what is, what is the answers to that? What comes up to, what comes to mind to you? And what is a couple of things that you would like to shift and change? Um, And you will start to, when you start to implement that, you will start to see those changes start to come in as well. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being you. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love and that you know it will resonate with um, well, with them, if I can get my words out. Um, and then if you can, I would love you to leave a review on iTunes um, or head over to Facebook, uh, Instagram, the other social media place, my.soul.life.podcast, and please share you know, your key takeaways from this episode um, or head over to my website, susanscolan.com, find the show notes for this episode and leave me a comment. Enjoy the rest of your day and thank you so much for being here. Bye.